0: Hello Starship Atlas, I'm your morning news host, Ensign Ingrid Leffler, let's get started. Today is Day 120, Mission Alpha 40-Leo 5. We are currently on a 68-day journey to our third port of call, d'Reb. For those of you who don't pay attention to my sultry voice every morning for the last 45 mornings, Tereb is a planet, and also one giant city. It's a city planet. Personally, I cannot wait to get there. Partially because I've been seasick for the last 45 days, partially because everyone stinks, and I mean that literally. And when I say everyone, I mean myself included in that bunch. As well as the vendors, and the crew, and even the captain, we stink! Why do we all smell, you might ask me. Well, as you're aware, and I don't know how you wouldn't be, we've been experiencing massive turbulence since we entered the asteroid field on the border of Beta Centauri and the Lyrae system. According to the bridge, yesterday our blaster cannons never stopped firing. We've moved into triple ships to give everyone the rest they need. As of last night at 22.05, the starship Perseus had to deactivate their laser cannon as it had begun to overheat. Rumor has it that it was in danger of blowing up their own ship. Both the Perseus and the Atlas have slowed their speed in order to compensate for the lack of a second laser cannon. We're hoping to have it back online within the next 8 hours in order to regain our course speed. I will keep you updated this morning if anything new develops on this matter. Our afternoon host, Ensign James Bim, will also keep you updated on any additional developments. In news from the crew, we're bored. Despite just under half of our crew being on concussion watch, 182 head bumps and counting, we're having trouble entertaining ourselves during our off hours and rest periods. Our digital entertainment has been banned because of power supply needs. And it is next to impossible to read a book while in a stage forward harness. The hospitality team has been desperate to keep up morale so, a production of Jamie Sing Along is underway. Auditions will be held today and tomorrow. Um, you might be wondering how you can audition while obeying the Stage 5 secure in place rule that the captain issued last night. For those of you who aren't familiar with Jamie Sing Along, it's a play that takes place in an asylum on Comera 90, where all the inmates are hung up on walls 40 hours out of the 42 hour day to help them make them sane. Sounds familiar. Now in some follow-up news. Four days ago, rumors crawled along the ship that we had been infected by the ghosts of an asteroid field. We heard rumors of whispering on walls, banging of pipes, and that soft yellow things have all gone missing. Including butter, ducks, my favorite sweater, everything soft and yellow. So yours truly, in a desperate attempt to get back her soft yellow sweater, went on a ghost hunt with Lieutenant Senjiro Akashi and did not find a ghost a riveting episode one of my best according to a few commentators who i shared with on the lift to decade well folks lieutenant Sanjiro akashi and i have an update and it's a doozy get ready for this there are no ghosts but but with a capital b there is a yaya specifically a yaya rodent from Eutorpius 4 has gotten loose super cute very shy they're about the size of a fist and a half and they have black fur that helps them blend in with the shadows in the ship Yayas thrive in anti-gravity and they make great therapy rodents they also love cheese soft yellow things so if you hear something something whispering yeah, 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 it's the rodent not a ghost so to catch it because we can't keep losing every soft yellow thing i only have one sweater i really want it back so to catch it cheese traps have been deployed in most events it is also advised that you keep a piece of cheese on your person at all times the ion board is thought to be hungry which is likely why you're hearing them they do like to nibble on people's hair tentacles and sometimes toes Personally, I've taken this as an excuse just to wail on some triple cream brie from Chief Ed Chef's Cheese Bar during my mealtime. I love a brie. I'm hoping not to run into the yoyo though, because despite its cute face, its eyes glow red whenever it feels threatened and its tiny claws come out as well as nibble on whatever extremities are close by. And I just don't want to see that in my sleep when I'm trapped in my stage four bunk harness. I like really don't, that is my nightmare. Arguably, I've had this nightmare a few nights in a row already. Did you hear anything? Moving on. Moving on. And now, an announcement from Justine's Orchard Stand. If you're experiencing any fatigue or general ennui, come to Justine's or- Orchard Stand. If you're experiencing joy that cannot be contained, come to Justine's Orchard Stand. We bottle ennui, fatigue, and uncontainable joy and use it to feed our orchids. For anyone who helps us feed our orchids, you will receive a coupon towards the purchase of an orchid. We are located on Deck 8 in the Trade Center. See you there! Bring your sadness, and your joy. A bit about me. I spent most of my off hours yesterday at the anti-grab ball pit on the tantrum room. I'm really not feeling like myself. I'm just really having trouble with all the rattling and banging and the smells and the small concussions from the last 45 days so i spent a good chunk of my time jumping up and down an anti-grav pit and kicking balls across the room i screamed in frustration a few times my personal airbag student went off at one point i felt a little bit like an angry fly bumping into walls so i have a question for everyone else what are you doing your off hours how are you handling the stress of being in a flying metal can surrounded by flying rocks Please feel free to send your suggestions into the comments section of your wrist portals. I'm just curious. And, you know, could always use some new coping strategies. I really can't wait till this part of the journey's over. In Chief Science Updates, our Chief Science Officer Ginger Spiroak is pleased to announce another science experiment that needs volunteers. Actually, looking at her notes here, there are three experiments that need volunteers. She writes, Vincent Loeffler, please announce these at today's news show. These are time sensitive studies. If you know it, of anyone who might be interested in participating, there's a bonus for referrals of, for Coropas. Don't read this part about, about referrals because we don't want people jamming the system. Oh, oops. Well, probably no referral bonuses now for anyone. Sorry about that. But here are the experiments open to volunteers. The first is your classic concussion study. Anyone who has had a concussion in the last five days is qualified to participate. Basically they take your baseline and then if you get another concussion they take another baseline and if you don't get another concussion you are kicked out of the study so volunteers are encouraged to find creative ways to give themselves concussions in order to receive the full bonus grade of VM-1. For those of you who are not familiar with bonus gradings, that is, that is Voluntary Mission Danger Level 1, which will amount to 30 kropas per day. Anyone who might be interested can apply using the risk portal starting at 0200 this afternoon. The second experiment is your not-so-colastic concussion study. No one knows what happens, but it is anticipated that you could be beheaded or have another head implanted in you. Chief Science Officer's notes are very vague, and it looks like Turbulence got the best of her handwriting. This experiment is created at BM4 with an upfront bonus of 130 caruppas and a death insurance policy. The third experiment is a psychedelic survey. Yay! Our favorite! Placebos and psychedelics are given to participants and then they are given rubber circles. You have to figure out what to do with the rubber circle. That's it. Unclear what they want you to do with it, but the volunteer bonus is great in VM 2.4. Something to note is that there is no monetary value placed on the VM-2.4 bonus because the benefits of the study would be very expensive if you had to pay for it on the open market. This particular strain of psychedelics used in the study are guaranteed to help revolutionize your worldview and compress decades of therapy into a few hours. Your skin will also look four years younger. Sounds wonderful and weird all at the same time. I might actually sign up for that one. My skin could use a little. Enjoy the studies and bonuses, folks. Okay, folks, we've hit another pocket of turbulence. Oh, no. Okay, My uh, personal airbag has been activated. Uh, Julie, Julie, can we go on break? I, I can't, I'm upset. I can't reach the mic. And we are back. So sorry about that, folks. The turbulence was so strong that my personal airbag on my suit activated and forced me upside down. It's really unpleasant. Our junior producer, Julia Orleans, was able to deactivate the airbag and bring me back upright. Julia, I owe you a drink when we get off-ship tonight. Thank you. During that unplanned break, while I was being deflated like a Ligerian tiger after eating a Peruvian toad, I received an interesting but anonymous report from Deck 11. Residents of Deck 11 are currently off-ship. In light of the turbulence preventing them from sleeping peacefully, they have decided to make this best of the situation. So today, or third tonight, they're playing the Drunken Duncan Sailor game. How does one play, you might ask? So, everyone latches their stage four harnesses into the hallway and are evenly spaced out. Then contestants inflate their personal airbag suits, put a quail egg in their mouth, and then launch themselves down the hallway as the neck turbulence hit. The first one to make it to the end of the hallway without biting or swallowing the quail egg wins. Also, to make it matters even more complicated while throwing themselves down the hallway they have to sing the classic shanty what do you do with the duncan sailor contestants have waddled rolled skipped down the hallways but so far no one has made it to the end without eating the quail egg once you reach the door at the end of the hallway, so you can take the unbroken quail egg out from inside your mouth slam it against the door the closest drunken duncan sailor to get to the door at the end of the hallway was sous chef ensign amelia Cryden. ensign Cryden made it all the way to the end of the hallway and right when he was about to touch the door the ship hit an air pocket and in went flying into the ceiling and there was a small crunch. Tiny egg and shells ripped from Criden's mouth and he was disqualified. According to the same anonymous source, this was not officially sanctioned by the Chiefs. But rumor has it that a certain First Officer, Brian Waz, walked by Deck 11 on his way off ship. He gave a nod and a wink and kept going. Please note, this is an unverified rumor. This is not an official or even unofficial endorsement of the drunken Duncan Sailor game by any senior officers. For all we know, First Officer Brian wasn't even even on Deck 11. Or off-shift. I mean, we can check the off-shift thing. Can't check anything else, though. Chief Chef Elizabeth Brown, who just happens to reside on Deck 11, would like everyone to know that we're officially rationing quail eggs from here on out. We're on that story as it develops. In an unusual, unusual news, that Perseus has reported that they are also experiencing a Yaya outbreak. They believe that a few of the Yaya's aboard their ship have gnawed at the pipes of coolant that help keep their blaster cannon from overheating. An ensign found a few exploded remains of a Yaya surrounded by the liquid coolant. Apparently, Yaya's love the sugary smell of coolant, but it's highly toxic to them. Like, explosion-level toxic. Chief Head Chef Elizabeth Brown and Jeb the Space Plumber are currently strategizing how to combine cheese and coolant to trap and explode the remaining yayas aboard the Atlas. We're struggling with Perseus' cannons being offline and we won't be in really good shape that Atlas's cannons go offline. Or, you know, they explode from overheating. That wouldn't be good. Our afternoon host Ensign James Bim will also keep you posted on how successful the trappings of the yayas go and if we can get the Perseus' laser cannons back online. We want to keep pushing through this asteroid field and get to Dureb as soon as possible. In slightly unrelated news, well, entirely unrelated news, I've run out of Kilbarian popcorn. The little bag that I like to keep under my pillow, on my bunk, was somehow devoured by someone, not me, or more likely, some hungry yaya. If you have Kilbarian popcorn, I'd be happy to barter or buy off your hand. Please reach out to me if you might be interested in dealing. Second thought strike that. That sounded really weird. Honestly guys, I'm just homesick. And this would be such a lovely treat to have a little Cabarian popcorn to get through the final stretch of this horrid asteroid field. And all this turbulence and all this bumping be over. On the other hand, I could actually choke on that popcorn and then I wouldn't get to experience not being in turbulence. I'd just be perpetually in turbulence. Okay, you know, it might make more sense not to have popcorn than just for stock and to rub. So never mind. for safety reasons, I withdraw my request for now. Turning now to an announcement from the Standards Department. We have a Standards Department? The Standards Department aboard the Starship Atlas, located on Deck 2, didn't know that, has announced that due to sustained turbulence, shift changes, and general stress put upon our bodies, we've all qualified for a commendation by the European Union. If you'd like to claim your Level 2.3 Medal of Valor, Bravery in the Face of Sustained Turbulence, or BFST Medal for short, Please fill out a requisition form found on the door of the Standards Department on Deck 4 across Hall 2. I'm sorry, Deck 2 across Hall 4. Well folks, Turbulence is now just another name for Valor. The Standards Department also wants to let everyone know that they too would like to play games like Drunk and Dunkin' Sailor and that everyone should feel free to stop by for coffee or soft drinks or soft foods. They consider us all to be crewmates and friends. It's just their job to judge us. I'm not really sure what to make of any of this. I'm still shocked we have a standards department. Go figure. Alrighty, folks. This about wraps it up for me today. Stay tuned for the next program of tiny turbulence bumps that someone's turned into a polka. It's going to sound terrible. Oh, gosh. Thank God I'm off shift. For today's sign-off, today's weather turbulence, tomorrow's weather Yay! Oh, boy. (laughs) All right, folks, this is Ensign Loeffler signing off. Stay safe out there. Hi everyone! This is Sarah, the writing, creator, and voice of Ingrid Loeffler. Thank you so much for listening to episode 8. Small thing, I have to say this particular episode, when I was preparing it to launch, came at a very good time for me personally. It's been a, let's call it weird, holiday season, and even though I wrote and recorded this episode a long while ago, The crankiness and tiredness that Leffler expresses in this episode felt really on point for me, Um, and it was really fun re-listening to this episode and watching or listening to her slowly get happier and a little bit more animated by the end. Um, I recognize that for um, many of us this has been a really hard and crappy year, and um, at least for me personally, it just kind of took, took a lot out of me um but i hope that this podcast can bring you a little bit of joy in these kind of troubled times um i did finally learn how to check the statistics for this podcast because i'm still learning all of this background technical aspects stuff and i realized that there are quite a number of you that uh, listen to this podcast that are not me and i don't know who you are and that's wonderful and lovely and please 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 feel free to connect with me on instagram or twitter at at Starship Atlas, um, or head over to the website at www.thestarshipatlas.com to learn more. You can email me, um, drop a line, or, you know, just keep listening and like and review and all that good stuff. Um, But yeah, I wish for you, dear listener, that your 2022 is better than your 2021, and that you find time to smile and laugh with people you love and care for and you know that it generally is more awesome Uh, all right next episode episode nine will come out officially in 2022 Um, but have a very wonderful and happy new year Our afternoon host, Anton James Bim, will also keep you updated on any division of the Velvet. The starship Percy... (laughs) Today's weather, turbulence, tomorrow...